Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast for March 25th. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information as well as develop your own ideas on how these events change the world around us. If you are interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. In 1947, an explosion at a coal mine in Centralia, Illinois, on this day, trapped more than 100 miners and sent deadly gas through the mine's tunnels. According to the Bureau of Mines report, at 3.26 p.m., the assistant mine superintendent was in the power plant when the fuse in the fan power circuit blew out. Knowing that something had happened in the mine, he telephoned to the district mine inspector and had the mine office call the state mine rescue station. Calls were also made to bring other state rescue teams. He went down the shaft and found dust and smoke at the bottom. With the mine manager, he organized rescue attempts by the men at hand to bring out survivors. As assistance arrived from outside, rescue teams were sent in to bring out the survivors, explore ahead of fresh air crews, and locate bodies. All stoppings and doors in by 15 north, 1 west, and the stopping between 20 and 21 north off 4 west were destroyed. The stoppings were replaced by temporary seals, and the last body was recovered at 5.30 a.m. on March 30th. At the time of the explosion, 142 men were in the mine, of these, 65 were killed by burns and violence, and 45 by afterdamp. Eight men were rescued, but one of these died from the effects of afterdamp. The other 24 escaped unaided. The explosion probably originated at the face of one west and spread north and south through the first opening to the right and left. An underburdened shot or blown out shot stemmed with coal dust, ignited dust, and the explosion was propagated by coal dust through the workings of the north, south, and east from the junction of one west. Four of the six working sections were affected by the flame and violence of the explosion. The two remaining sections were affected only the afterdamp, resulting from the combustion of coal dust. Forces were extremely violent in some portions, while in others, the velocity of the explosion was so slow that there was little evidence of its direction. In 2014, 12-year-old Katie Francis from Oklahoma City broke the Girl Scout record for cookie sales. She sold 18,107 boxes of cookies over a total of seven weeks. The previous record had been set in the 1980s and was for 18,000 boxes. The selling season was extended by a week and Katie had stated she hoped she could sell up to 20,000 boxes. Always be closing, that was Alec Baldwin's character's mantra when it came to real estate sales in the 1992 film Glengarry Glen Ross. Girl Scout 6th grader Katie Francis proved the same principle is pretty effective at moving Girl Scout cookies too. How effective? Well, on Sunday, the Oklahoma Middle Schooler broke the organization's national record for cookie sales when her sales tally reached a whopping 18,107 boxes during the seven-week cookie sale season. How did she do it? The answer would have made Baldwin proud. There are three ingredients to the cookie sale, Francis told local TV station KOCO. It takes lots of time, commitment, and asking everybody I see. Here's more from KOCO on Francis' sales technique. Along with her mother, Katie pushes her wagon of cookies all over the Oklahoma City metro area. The family's SUV is stuffed with boxes of cookies so Katie can make a sell anywhere from school to dance class. The A student loves to sing and dance and often does both to get people's attention when she's selling cookies. This isn't Frances' first time at the top of the Girl Scout cookie leaderboard. She was the Girl Scout's top seller last year too with 12,438 boxes sold. Francis was able to top the previous decades-old national record of 18,000 boxes sold with a full week left to pad her lead. What do the Girl Scouts think of Francis' success? So far, they're being tight-lipped about the achievement. Jamie Siegel, Director of Marketing Communications at Girl Scouts of Western Oklahoma, said they want to wait until the selling period is over before commenting on her success.
The stock market experienced a mini-crash on this day in 1929, as investors started to sell their stocks. The crash revealed a shaky foundation in the market. Borrowing and credit is affected as interest rates climb to 20%. March 1929 marked the onset of a series of events that eventually led to the great stock crash which occurred between October 24, 1929, also known as Black Thursday, and October 29th, when the stock share prices of New York collapsed and lost over $30 billion. This stock crash is what is famously known as the Wall Street Crash. On March 25th, the Federal Reserve, which is the central banking system of the United States, issued a warning on the excessive speculation that was on the rise. After the warning, many investors panicked and started to sell their stock shares rapidly, facilitating a mini-stock crash. Following the events, Charles E. Mitchell, a banker with the National City Bank, provided $25 million to try and salvage the situation. The tactic managed to halt the market slide temporarily. Despite the two market breaks recorded in March and June, the stock trade inclined even more from June all the way to September, a duration whereby the Dow Jones Industrial Average increased tremendously by almost a solid tenfold peaking at a rich 381.17. Given the increase of the industrial value, more and more investors speculated. People went out and took out loans and borrowed money just to meet their buying of the stock shares with the hope that the rewards would cover their tracks. Call it the end justifies the means. They believed in the inherent stability of the market and were confident in the rewarding benefits they anticipated. This hope was cut when Roger Babson, a financial expert, predicted the coming of a crash that was shortly followed by an actual crash that was then named after him, the Babson Crash. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast for March 25th. I thank you for listening and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com, The Centralia Mine Disaster at USMindDisasters.MiningQuiz.com, Girl Scouts Cookie Sales Record at Slate.com, Stock Market Mini Crash at HistoryByDay.com. The music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.